From the studios of Tucson Business Radio X, recorded in the Stewart Title Corporate Offices on Broadway, you are now listening to The Mark Bishop Show. And now here's your host, Mark Bishop. And welcome to another Mark Bishop Show. You know, Theodore Roosevelt notably said, this country will not be a good place for any of us to live unless we make it a good place for all of us to live in. Yes, it depends on us to make choices that create happy, safe, and healthy environments for all of us to live in. But sometimes we are faced with unforeseen events that are out of our control. Uh, You know, we get flooding, earthquakes, tsunamis, and volcanic eruptions, and of course, our devastating bushfires like my homeland of Australia is fighting. Now, my special guest is Phil Kennedy. Phil is the owner and CEO of Aussie World Travel. That's AussieWorldTravel.com. Welcome, Phil. Thank you, Mark. It's uh, good to be on air with you, uh, talking with another Aussie. Yeah, mate. Australia, well, we've been ravaged by the worst wildfires seen in decades. I mean, it's the worst I've ever seen. I mean, we grow up with bushfires, don't we? But never to this extent. We do, Mark, and uh, we're uh, uh, certainly very grateful for all the messages of support for Australia during this uh, bushfire crisis, um, the worst that uh, I believe the country has ever seen. Uh, Following um, those recent bushfires impacted some parts of the country as these regions begin uh, the road to recovery. It's important to note, Mark, that the vast majority of Australia remains unaffected and ready to welcome your listeners, Mark. Well, dozens of lives have been lost, thousands of homes have been destroyed, and over half a million, or I should say billion, animals have been killed. Uh, We're seeing that here specifically on television and so on in the news, and it's been getting coverage, and of course you see the raging bushfires, but you see a lot of very... uh, uh, heart strings, you know, pictures of of the the roos and the koala bears and other animals are burnt, and even coming out of the fires, coming to humans on the road to get water or to get help, and consequently, you know, a lot of Americans think, well, gee, Australia's gone, you know, and and this is really what you'd like to share that hey, we're a hell of a big country, you know. I know it's been bad, but guess what? We've still got a lot to show you, Yanks. <laughs> Mark, you uh, summed it up well, my friend. And yes, Australia um, takes up about 95% of mainland USA, as you well know. Um, unfortunately, the images and sensational, sensationalist uh, media headlines around America on the Australian bushfires have uh, pretty well painted um, uh, a picture that Australia is on fire. Well, you know, Mark, that's like saying America is on fire. Right. And um, whilst, um, you know, we uh, can't um, uh, play down the uh, devastation uh, of the communities affected and the wildlife as well, Really, the fires have impacted about 5% um, of uh, Australia. And tragically, some of these areas are key wildlife corridors. And uh, so the images you see uh, on social media uh, and on uh, cable, Mark, um, 
are uh, certainly heartbreaking. Um, but I want to say to you, yes, Australia is open for business. And, uh, you know, uh, we would uh, certainly like people to look at the images of the uh, turquoise waters and the beautiful bushland and the gorgeous native wildlife that we have around the country. It is beautiful, and there's no doubt about it. And uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I just want to correct something. You know, well, it's not really a correction. It's more more of a discussion point. But, you know, as Australians growing up, we always referred to our uh, dear friends, the Americans, as Yanks. But, of course, until you live here, which I have done now for a considerable amount of time, uh, you really find out what a Yank is. And... You know, unless you're the East Coast, and you no doubt you've found this out too because you travel all over America, but uh, east of the Mason-Dixon line, yeah, you, you could be a Yank. <laughs> the, the rest of it are just good Americans and uh, very good friends of, uh, of Australia. I mean, we've spilled a lot of blood on many sands together, haven't we, as uh, allies? Oh, indeed we have, Mark. Yes. And, uh, you know, I, you, you've just reminded me of um, some uh, tatting that my mother um, made during the Second World War when Australia was under attack from the north. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, she um, uh, had on this tatting uh, that she kept in a glory box. Um, uh, the uh, Australians and Yanks are here. <laughs> and uh, she actually uh, pulled that out of her glory box um, when Golden, who is a Missouri girl, uh, and I got married and she gave it to us. And um, we uh, uh, had that uh, proudly sitting on uh, our lounge, of course. And uh, right, yeah, and right. you're right. Speaking of Goldie, your darling out of Missouri, your bride, how's she doing these days? She's doing exceptionally well. Thank you for asking, Mark. That's and, good. Never uh, mind, love, won't yeah, you? I will indeed. Okay. Now, yeah. I do want to, um, at this particular point, I'd like to give my thanks publicly to the efforts of the American fighters that went over to help, just like we did here in the States, and my sincere condolences to the three airmen who lost their lives trying to put out the fires. That was a pretty sad state of affairs, mate. Oh, Mark, you know, uh, the loss of life is always tragic in those circumstances. And uh, I just want to uh, say that, um, yeah, I think there, uh, uh, as well as the three uh, U.S. Um, uh, folks uh, that have lost their lives, there were also several volunteer firefighters um, also uh, in Australia that uh, lost uh, their lives tragically, you know, protecting homes and, uh, you know, wildlife and so forth. Yeah, well, well, we Aussies, you know, we're resilient a lot in times of desperation, disaster and destruction, but we are very grateful to not only Americans but others from all over the globe that have donated for the support and relief of both human victims as uh, with our animal kingdom too. Now, uh, listeners, Phil Kennedy, uh, he's the CEO and owner of a very successful United States-based Down Under Bound Travel. It's an organization where he takes you on extraordinary vacations throughout Australia, my beautiful country, New Zealand, the South Pacific Islands, which I've lived in and loved as well, Africa, I've never been to as yet, Asia, a fair bit of that I've been over. Just how hard have the fires hit travel to Oz, Phil? 
Oh, look, Mark, um, you know, to be totally honest, of course it has impacted um, uh, our um, American friends travelling down to um, Australia particularly. Uh, and, um, you know, because uh, unfortunately the images that have been shot across the cable TVs and so forth... Um, You're just generic you know, media. People get yeah. a little scared. Yeah, I don't blame mm-hmm. them a little. I mean, I'd be scared. I mean, there's a lot of stuff yeah. going on at the moment. The coronavirus, cruise ships held in port, uh, uh, you know, uh, all sorts of things going on. But Americans love going to Australia. We get enormous visitors, not just Americans, all over the world, right? Well, do you know the latest stats at all, you know, before any holdups? Oh, yeah, no, I, I do not. But um, year after year, Mark, uh, inbound tourism has been breaking records. And, uh, you know, Australia, you know, certainly for many years has been the flavour of the month. And it is... Um, you know, the the local Aussies, you know, a little bit like you and me, Mark, that, um, you know, people love to uh, rub shoulders with and have a beer and, you know, in the local <laughs> pubs and, you know, and explore the wildlife and take in the gorgeous scenery, whether it be, you know, uh, cities or, um, uh, you know, out in the bush and, and uh, you know, the Great Barrier Reef, Mark, you know, like, yeah. you know, it's a beautiful country. Uh, well, there's a lot to, to see. Admit. There's a lot to see, Phil, and I'm going to touch on this because I learned uh, flying back and forward a couple of times over the years, on and off for 16 years. Uh, I've lived here permanently now, of course. My wife is American. And um, at the end of the day, but I live in the desert. I live in Tucson, Arizona. That's a beautiful little city, I can tell you, uh, two and a half hours south of Phoenix. So that's the closest there. But I do miss my oceans. I do miss my walks along the beach, if anything else. So, you know, if California just drop off, it'd be fine. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right, mate. And, uh, you know, likewise, uh, as you know, we're uh, just up the uh, beaten track there on uh, uh, Interstate 10. We we live in the beautiful uh, city of Surprise here in Arizona, and you know whilst we love it, yes, I too uh, miss uh, my homeland, and uh, you know brought up on uh, the beach basically as a lifesaver, and you know played many of uh, our um, state sports and. You know, it, it, I will be actually flying back on the 15th of this month um, uh, for a few weeks just to check up on, um, you know, uh, tourism colleagues and, uh, and, yeah. and family and friends, Mark. So well, um, that'll be good. I, I will hope. Take you- yeah. I'll take your best wishes. Well, I was going to say, you lucky thing, you get a chance to go back and visit all the time taking people. I actually sat down last year, talked to some boys in the golf club, and, you know, everybody wants to go. I've never met, I think I've met, you, I, I could say honestly that nine out of ten Americans I've met want to go to Australia, but they all think mm-hmm. it's too far. So I give them this story, Phil, and, and I don't know if you'd back me on it, but this is what I say. Look, You do a full day of work or packing or whatever you want to do. Then you get to LAX at about whatever, you know, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, read a book. You go on uh, the plane at 11 p.m. It's the night flight, right, particularly with Qantas. And then you enjoy the takeoff and you sit back. Next minute they're serving you a beautiful meal. 
and then you can have half a dozen bottles of gorgeous Australian red or white. <laughs> then you can watch half a dozen movies that haven't even been released yet into the darn theatres. You know what? I think I've got about three movies down and three bottles of red, and next minute they're tapping me on the shoulder. We're flying over Sydney Harbour. <laughs> over the bridge. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's all right. Melbourne, all Melbourne, all Melbourne, you know, yeah, me- yeah, being yeah, a Mexican. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they're tapping you on the shoulder, uh, Mark, to uh, have breakfast before you land, mate. You well, know, that's it. That's it. It's it. all they included. It's it. all included. So what I'm getting at is, listeners, yeah. is that it's not a long way when you do that. I mean, it's just like having another go to bed. Yes, you're a little tired, but you know what? When you do wake up and you do get into Sydney or Melbourne on your first day, you don't have that yeah. jet lag. And you don't have yeah. it because you didn't take the morning flight. You took the evening flight and so on. But that's what I found, yeah. Phil. I don't know about you, but yeah. that's what I found anyway. So yeah. um, well, uh, mm. you're taking yes. people back. Just before we go, I want to touch on some areas because people only think, here's the other thing, there's more to Australia than Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane and the Barrier Reef. There's the outback and uh, beautiful dances with our uh, Aborigine friends. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, out on the Bungle Bungles and there's Darwin. I mean, you cover everywhere, don't you, virtually? Oh, yes, indeed I do, yeah. yeah. Mark, can I just say that um, uh, last uh, May I took a uh, group of uh, 23 uh, down to Australia. We landed in Melbourne and, uh, you know, the first day we uh, took um, took them down the Great Ocean Road, mate, and I've got to tell you yeah, that uh, their first day in Australia, they've seen kangaroos in the wild, koalas in the wild up the trees and, <laughs> you know, and uh, all, all, all sorts of wildlife and beautiful scenery, you know, you know, lorikeets, you know, oh, yeah. in the yeah. trees and landing on your shoulders and, oh, yeah. it's and one on thing. your head. And, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. The amount of bird life in Australia is absolutely amazing. My wife couldn't get over. I took her to different sanctuaries, bird sanctuaries, and, uh, you know, the colours and the different uh, squeeching and the talking and God knows what. Absolutely amazing. We're very fortunate uh, as a country like that to be able to have those beautiful coloured birds. So to be able to see yeah. all of that in the wild, I mean, I remember when I first took my wife uh, and and uh, son back to Australia, uh, they were on a bus, and when they got off the bus, there was this beautiful Rue waiting to greet them. <laughs> you should have seen his face. The eyes lit up. Oh, my God, I tell you what. So it is a wonderful experience. Yeah. And, uh, and the outback. It is. And also mixing with the Aussies, going into the pubs and, uh, you know, like you, listening to you, what we call swine. Australian swine mm-hmm. is real down-to-earth, mm-hmm. fair-income digger. <laughs> yeah, so I said, uh, you know, it's fair-income, mate, uh, to someone the other day, and they looked at me and said, fair-income? You know, what on earth does that mean? No, I had to explain, Mark, that it meant um, uh, Ridgey Ditch. Yeah, that's what I, I had the same experience yesterday. I got to tell you, I said, that's fitting up, mate. I'm fair dinkum. And he said, what do you mean? I said, I'm Ridgey Ditch. I still don't get it. Yeah. Said, I'm honest. I'm telling you the truth. It's going to happen. You there know, you I'm go. for real. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. Well, I tell on. you what. You know, somebody said to me uh, some time back, Mark, uh, you know, the people really say good day, mate. 
you know, in yeah. Australia. And I said, yeah, of course they do, you know, because we don't always remember their name. Well, that's it. You know, so that's it's it. g'day, mate, you know. That's exactly yeah, yeah. it. Well, it's a beautiful way to do it, too. Yeah. G'day, mate, how are you doing? Um, Absolutely. Another favourite place of mine, Sydney per se. I mean, look, Sydney's the harbour. It's a beautiful harbour, one of the best harbours in the world. Beautiful mm -hmm. uh, ferries and boats. And I was actually there. I was working in television at the time. And we covered the uh, tall ships that came in. Do you remember that? I do. I that do. Was... We call Sydney the iconic city. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. there it is. But With it's the beautiful. Opera House and the Bridge and the Harbour. You're right, it is, it is the it, most it is. beautiful it's, harbour it's in stunning, the world. It's you know, and, and I didn't do the bridge. I haven't got the guts to do that, but my wife and son did. <laughs> I tell you, man, it was one of the windiest days ever uh, <laughs> in Sydney. Yeah. And they're, they're standing up there on the top of that bridge looking at the harbour exit, uh, entrance and exit, and the Opera House and Garden Island, you know, the Naval Dock. Out. I tell you what, it's a yeah. beautiful view. They showed me the photographs later, but anyway. Yeah. All right. Now, look, yeah. um, Phil, I want to talk about your choreographing extraordinary memories. Uh, you can, uh, mm -hmm. listeners, you can write to Phil if you want his email. Just uh, wait till you get a pen. Nothing's worse. You're driving or you're, uh, you know, you're doing mm -hmm. something and, and, and you really want to get it down. So I'm going to give you a couple of things. But uh, first of all, the name, because it's easier to remember for, as far as a website's concerned, all right? AussieWorldTravel.com. And of course, there's the dub, dub, dub before that. What's that? www. Right. www.aussieworldtravel.com. Phil's email, personally, if you'd like to write to him, is phil, P H I L, at aussieworldtravel.com. How simple is that? And you want a number two? Oh, all right. I hear some people saying, give me the darn phone number, will you? I haven't got time to write. Here it is 623 249 768. Zero. All right. Phil Kennedy, lovely fellow, knows Australia like the back of his hand. And I tell you what, he'll make sure you don't get bitten by a bloody uh, redback spider on your, you know what? <laughs> People say to me, Struth, you, you got, no, they don't know that one. They say, God, you got the 10 deadliest snakes in the world over there. And I say, yeah. And, you know, they, I never see them. You don't go after them and hurt them, they won't come near you. It's the same thing as a rattler's here, isn't it, than anything else, you know? Absolutely. Mate. That's the thing. Yeah. All right, my friend. Well, listen, it's been an absolute pleasure. I'm going to get a nice photograph of you, maybe some shots of the tours, and I'm going to put them up on my site, uh, Tucson Business Radio X, which is on the Business Radio X network, uh, which is America's uh, fastest-growing business network, Phil. So it's been an honor to have you. Thank you, Mark, and that's good to talk to uh, someone that uh, speaks the language, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there no we worries. Go. Thank you. Up. Have a safe trip next time and uh, give Oz a big yag and a kiss for me, okay? You betcha, mate. All right. Thank mate. you. 